Welcome to RGM. Are you in a band? Come and join us. Simply click on the RGM submission page, submit your music, and we'll sort the rest. Happy bank holiday, everybody. And welcome to... The RGM Experience Podcast with me, Carmelone. What a week we've just had. I've been tweeting about it earlier. I, I, I can't remember a, a better time I've had in this new music industry that I adore. What a week. Just watching the graft of, you know, the lottery winners, Reverend and the Makers. Friends of the show. I've really enjoyed this week, ladies and gentlemen. And I hope you have too. Um, it's... I, I can't really... What am I trying to say? I, I, I genuinely can't think of a better time where I've had more fun you know, just watching all the content that these people have been providing. We've been absolutely grafting all week, both of us. And I couldn't be more proud of the chart success that they've had. Lottery winners, number one. Reverend and Makers, top six. Such an amazing achievement. You know, it's, it, I'm just really pleased to have just watched it and seen it. And and we're going to have a chat with, chat with Tom from the Lottery Winners now, ladies and gentlemen, okay? Really proud of these guys. We recorded this last Thursday, like just before he was... It was actually D-Day, you know, the day that he found out whether he was going to get a number one or not. So, ladies and gentlemen, this episode this week is with Tom from the Lottery Winners. Um, Just before he, you know, received the amazing news that they've got a number one album. And it's absolutely fantastic. It's just great. I'm just chuffed from, just chuffed from all. I think it's amazing what what they've achieved. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of this podcast. My name's Carl Maloney. How are you doing? You all right? Uh, this is a cracking ep- uh, you know, episode. A snapshot of what it's like on the build-up of a, a massive campaign, campaign to get your album to number one. You can tell the graft, you know, he'd been working so hard. He had so much on that day and he squeezed in a little chat with us. So, it's, it's very much appreciated, Tom. I, you know, I really do appreciate you spending that time with us on that day because it's one of the biggest weeks busy wise of, of his life and he spent it with us he spent uh, half an hour with us bless him so thank you that chat's coming up now ladies and gentlemen I'm not going to go through the usual RGM stuff uh, I'm just going to celebrate an amazing achievement making number one um, with the lottery winners so, ladies and gentlemen, I'm just going to crack straight into this bank holiday special episode of the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Tom Rylance from the Lottery Winners. Here we go. Hello, mate. How are you? <laughs> yeah, fine. Thank you. Fine. Thank you. How are you, mate? You've had a busy few days, eh? <laughs> I feel like I'm in like a weird dream, and I'm not sure it's. Like, yeah. I'm not sure any of this is actually happening, honestly. <laughs> 
Right, okay. Well, for, for me, this week has been the most enjoyable week for me at RGM. Just having, just seeing all the fun that you're having promoting the album. We've been pushing Reverend and the Makers album this week. What a what an amazing week for for new music. Uh, it's just been so much fun on the socials and things. Uh, how, how have you found it? You know, you've had your shop. <laughs> you you know the thing. Yeah. You know you, you you're promoting this album. It can go to number one. We don't quite know yet. We record we're recording this earlier on the Thursday, so we're not quite sure yet. But we wish. But we, the push is on at this stage. How are you, mate? How are you feeling? <laughs> I'm uh, I'm so nervous yeah. and tired, yes, <laughs> but like imagine. also floating to even be. Yeah. in this position and you know to get the number one in the midweek even right now we're number one in the midweek we're number one on amazon yeah. music wow. and we're number two on itunes but also number one on itunes wow. number one and two on itunes so like it's pretty wild i never in my wildest dreams thought we'd ever yeah. get here and you were just saying about Reverend and the Makers as well. Like, yeah, you're right. This is a great week for music and music fans. Heatwave in the Cold North is one of my favourite records for a long time. What an amazing album that is. Go and get that, not mine. (laughs) Well, I've got them both, mate. I've got I've bought them both because I love both of you guys and the team around you and everything that's going on. I was was just thinking, uh, you know, you mentioned, you know, you're number one on Amazon and that kind of stuff. I just went on to Spotify earlier. I I don't subscribe to Spotify, but I was just having a, uh, I've had a new podcast come out this morning so we're checking it's all uploaded first thing that popped up check this album out by lottery winners just advertised on spotify so that was nice to see so there's an, What's al- it? There's an algorithm happening somewhere mate something's bubbling oh you know what that's amazing because yeah. we've not paid for that yeah so I- i'm loving that, that yeah. that's happened <laughs> that must just be like natural yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it just popped up and that was the first thing it's you know one of them things that you dismiss thing but you obviously don't but you know one of them pop up don't dismiss Adver- it <laughs> no i know i didn't mean it like that you know what I mean? it just comes off and then it comes <laughs> but it but it, it just proves that um, you know you're up there with the big wigs now, and you and you, you look like you're having a lot of fun with it as well this week. Even though I know it's going to be long, you're doing all you're doing everything you can all the hours. I've seen you engaging with fans all the time on Facebook. That's important to you, I know. Um, you know, even having such a, a good amount of fun because this time last year with Tramlines, and that's the last time I spoke to you guys. And at that time, you told us on the interview that you were ju- that you got. I think I just asked a silly question about who's the most famous person on your phone, and you said Boy George. Uh, and, and you, you kind of let it slip that you got this thing coming up with Boy George and Sean Ryder and that kind of stuff. And that that's a year ago. So all these tracks and these songs that are on the album that are out now, um, you must have a lot of stuff on your sleeve for this time next year already. If you're planning that far ahead, that must be hard to keep in. <laughs> um. To be honest, it's, this has been like the entire focus since then. So I've not, I've done uh, a little bit of writing for the next thing, but I yeah, want to yeah. wait. I can't, I don't I think don't I could deal with another <laughs> one of these things. But I will say, I've written the perfect song yeah. for us and John McClure oh. of Reverend and the Makers oh, to okay. collaborate on. And I would, that would be like a dream collaboration for me. So I'm going to send it to him after all this nice. uh, excitement and see what he thinks. But I love how open and honest you are about these things, and you know you, you, you don't mind just sharing your you know Tom's world. I love it. Oh mate, there's nothing mysterious about me. I can't <laughs> shut up. Like I really want to be mysterious, but I just don't have it in me. <laughs> <laughs> well, today's the day that you find out if you've got a no, new number one album. So as we record it, as I mentioned earlier, we don't quite know yet. But can I get your reaction if you do get a number one? And if you don't, I think both of them will just be floods of tears, <laughs> okay, to be honest, enough, like right. for different reasons. Yeah. 
Um, mate, I can't even process it. It's just so, yeah, okay. it's so abstract mm. right now to think that like there's some really, really big artists releasing yeah. this week. Yeah. You know, Frey Ridings, Jesse Ware, The National, Reverend and the Makers, yeah. Nines. Th- there's some like top people. And so to even get like that midweek number one, it was incredible. And I just don't know. I just want the trophy so bad. I'm not even, I'm not even like too proud to say it. Yeah. I really want that trophy. I want to wear it around my neck like a rapper and I'll just wear it all the time. You will and all, won't you? Walking around Lee, you'll, you'll be wearing it, won't you? Absolutely, I will. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, so I, I saw you having a little bit of fun with Jesse Ware. You know, the Twitter people got all angry about stuff, didn't they, a little bit there? And and, and I, yeah, I, I know just from knowing your character and how you are, that that was just a, all a bit of fun. In the internet, just a fucking dark place, even when you're having the most fun in, in the world. And the, you still get these people just fucking getting annoyed by everything these days. That's annoying, isn't it? Yeah, I, I love it, to be honest. <laughs> when Jesse like, when Jessie, um said she wanted to bring these fuckers down on stage, she was talking about us. <laughs> and it got that press that really brought us into the conversation. I think it was probably one of the best things that yeah. could have happened to us. Yeah. Like, it, it, <laughs> made, it created like this chart battle. That w- that we were very much a part of. Yeah. So thank you so much, Jesse Ware. If you watch, <laughs> thank you. I think it might have backfired a little bit, but um, you definitely brought us into the conversation. Brilliant. So, and so, Jesse Ware, if you are listening, yes, I really like your album. It's great. Nice one. We'll tag. We'll tag her into the socials. Eh? Why not? Yeah. We'll, we'll tag Revin and just have a big loving for this number one fight that we're all enjoying this week. So yeah, uh, the best album released this week is Revin and the Makers. Do you reckon? Yeah. He'll in the cold north. I think it is amazing. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you just see how much hard work. You know, you both you've both had shops. You've both both opened shops, and you've both been in the shops doing music, and you know, just you know, getting engaging with other fans. You know, like, like what I've seen, what I've liked about John's and what you've done as well is John's got all the local talent playing in his shop. That's brought eyes on them, so he's helping the future out as well. I, I love that kind of stuff yeah yeah we've had people playing in our shop yeah. as well and it's been so weird to even have a shop like we don't know like what do shop. you mean a shop well like, we don't have to run a shop and it's weird to like stand in there and it's got your entire like body of work yeah. forever in there and it's been so busy and so supportive like the town we're from lee yeah. is so like proud of Lee and to have people coming in and people who didn't even know who we were or know who the band were but just want to help because we're from Lee I think it's just like it's really incredible and it's a testament to the people around here I've not been around Lee recently Did, have they got pictures of your face all over the place on that time not yet but I'm hoping that if we get the number one <laughs> yeah. I want like a mural okay. on the side of a bill just me okay. not the rest of the band just my big face on the side of a pub like, because like, like like one of them Rashford ones they had in Manchester you know like a exactly Ryan's like one, the Rashford one yeah, like, yeah nice one like, like proper like looking all like prestigious yeah, I want to look majestic as I look <laughs> right. over Lee. I want to look over Green Lane Chippy, really majestically holding a pie bomb. Oh, no. but, yeah, there's well, there's one for like Keeley um, Hodgkinson, who you know who won gold medals and stuff, and it is a number one album, the musical equivalent of a gold medal. I think so. Yeah, it's a massive achievement, and I, I can remember the first time I watched a lottery win as well. And I've mentioned this before, you know, you guys supporting. Miles Hunt at the, I think, Academy 3, I think, many, many years ago. That was my first London experience. How how do you reflect back to those people then compared to what you are now as people? 
Um, we've learned a lot. We we did our first ever proper tour with the one stuff in 2016, and that was that was so much learning of how to do a tour, how to behave, how to um, get there on time, and all the things that you need to do to be like a good band, you know. And Miles, we have so much to thank for because the kind of early fan base was all stuffies fans, and it, and it really just it came from that tour and his. Um, belief in us because we were not ready really but he, he gave us that platform and it really really helped and I will forever be grateful to Miles Hunt because he really like started our career and mm. we managed to build it and we've had so much support from the likes of Shed 7 mm. and uh, oh, Frank Turner obviously like yeah, has yeah. been a massive part of our story that tour we did with the Ratings last year just yeah. before their number one album was a really big thing for us mm. and I think all the friends that we've met in the industry have just helped us so much and I'm just so grateful for everybody it, it, it's pure graft and hard work from you guys as well so how, how's the dynamic with the band because I've just seen you you've just announced you're playing Clint Bone's party uh, uh uh, what's it called a cake party at Basque yeah you're playing that yeah. soon so, you, so you're proper grafting it, it It seems like you've got no days off how's the dynamic uh, within the band and all the guys that are with you uh, how, there's been there's been so no busy? days off um, yeah. I think it's been like something like 28 gigs in a row without a day off wow. but then every day before that was grafting doing videos and, and like everything else and our next day off is the 15th of May wow. but the, the dynamic between us is I think we're in like a unique, it's a unique relationship, like the band and, and, and band friends. It's like a, it's like a family, but almost like stronger. Like we're going through this thing all together. We've gone through every high and every low together. Mm. So we are the only people that really truly understand all the nuances of it all. Yeah. So we are just like, they're my best friends on earth. Yeah. And I'm God, I, I feel a bit emotional saying this, but like, they're the only people that like really get it and God, I'm gonna, don't let me cry on this. <laughs> so yeah, we, we've been, it's been really strong and, and we're, we're there for each other and we know everything about each other and we can be totally authentic with each other. We, yeah. we spend so much time together that you can't be any other version of yourself than the real one. And we all accept each other for that. And I think it's really beautiful. It, you, it, it comes across from us, the people that just enjoy you as a band as well. So, you know, every time you're, you're in an interview with Katie, she's always rolling her eyes when you start. I think it's, <laughs> I think it's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, and every time I get off stage, I get a severe bollocking for something that I've said every time. <laughs> I just love those dynamics. And, you know, you know, growing up, you know, being all the highs and the lows that this fucking industry puts in front of us, um, it must be do you feel like you've cracked it now or do you still feel like you've, you you know you've still you, there's still a journey to be had i was actually talking about this with tristan our, our manager and producer last night we're, we're at a live a long drive home from grimsby and we were chatting like D- have we made it like if yeah. we get this on friday does that mean we've made it like what what is the point and of making it and I was like, yeah, regardless of Friday, I I do, I think we've made it because we get to, like, we've just done a a tour constantly and every night was sold out and we get these amazing moments where I feel like gigs are like ingredients of people that, like, it's an ingredients of people, it's a room, things will happen, it's a snapshot in time, it'll never happen ever again. And I get to, like, experience that from the stage 
that means I've made it because it's, I think live music is special and important. And so to like get to experience these nights so frequently, that is just my dream. So yeah, I, I feel like regardless of what happens on Friday, we've made it. Well, from a, from a purely like, uh, you know, from a point, uh, I saw that you might have a big uh, tour bus. That must be nice too. Yeah, <laughs> that socials. was that was incredible, <laughs> and it wasn't us being flashy, yeah. and and it cost us all the money we had. Yeah. <laughs> but um, there was a delay in our stock, oh. um, and we needed to sign it all because people had bought it and asked yeah. for it to be signed, yeah. and so it it was so it was kind of like yeah, exactly. By the album, guys. <laughs> I did that on a tour bus. Um, it was it was either the suggestions were cancel the gigs because we were down the south mm. of the country. So we were like Brighton, Bristol, um, London and Southampton. And all the stock was in Burnley, where like the, the distributor is. So they were just like, you're going to have to cancel the gigs, otherwise the chart's off because we're not going to be able to get the, the orders out in time. There's a lot of things to sign here. It's going to take, you know, days to do it. And the only thing that I could think of was moving the factory with us. Mm. So we literally hired a tour bus. It cost us six grand of money that we just honestly don't have. Yeah. And um, we spent the entire time on the tour bus signing things and going backwards and forwards, mm. dropping things off backwards and forwards. And it was it was relentless. We didn't really get time to enjoy having a tour bus, but... I'm so glad we did it because I'd never want to let anyone down that had bought a ticket and bought a hotel. You know, if there's anything that we could do to prevent it. That's just tantamount to just how committed you are to, to, you know, your, your talent really. Well done, man. Well, yeah, I just, I just really didn't want to let anyone down. I've got this, I'm really scared of letting anyone down. (laughs) I'm really scared of not getting the number one on Friday and letting the people down that have bought it. Like, yeah. I'm just so scared about that. I don't want to let anyone down. Yeah. Well, it's Mental Health Week this week when the podcast comes out. Going and making a journey through the music industry. How has how how has your um, own personal mental health been throughout this journey? It's been a roller coaster, and mm. and, and I mean the album's all about kind of struggling with mental yeah. health, and um, that is something that I'm passionate about, and something that I've really lived through and continue to live through, yeah. and. It, it's a very hard industry for, I think like part of ADHD is like struggling with rejection. Mm. And it, I am putting myself in a situation where there is a lot of it. Yeah. Like I think any kind of creative pursuit mm. will, will come up, you will come up against quite a lot of rejection. And so I take that really like to heart and I'm trying my best not to, but like when people, when people say horrible things that like hurts me yeah. and I, I try and shake it off but like sometimes can't really. And it's so weird because you could have a thousand great comments about how yeah. much they, they love the record or how much they love the gig. But if there's one, yeah. if there's one like that on. says it, I will zoom in on that. Yeah. And that is something that I need to work on. But yeah. I mean, it brings, th- this band brings me all uh, so much joy, mm. so much joy. And I cannot imagine not having it. But there is also times where it's very, very tough. Yeah. Well, e- even just the traveling, just, 
getting up and down the country. I know you've got, you know, loads of gigs and it's festival season coming up as well. How do you like, as an artist with this busy schedule ahead of you, how do you, how do you, you know, find looking after yourself? Last time we had a chat, I did poke a little joker and thank you for not sharing your, uh, your weight loss journey too much online. I did have a little poke with you. I've been on a similar kind of journey and uh, I've, I've lost about a stone, but uh, it's You're looking great, man. Thanks, mate. It's it, you too, mate. Uh, it, it, it's hard work and, it, and it's another, it's another thing to do to go put, to put you through, uh, you know, all this exercise regime and, you know, healthy eating and that kind of stuff just on top of everything else as well. How, how has it been for you just fitting everything into a day? well to be honest like the fitness thing has been absolutely essential for my mental health yeah. so like no matter where i am on tour i, I wake up in the morning i'll find the closest gym and i'll go and spend the, you know an hour in there mm. and i'll start my day that way and then i always feel like i've achieved something straight off the bat yeah. and that, it just really helps me mm. like it's like free drugs going to the gym yeah. i come out and i feel better yeah. um I've still got a long way to go with it, like, but just just being healthier and being, it makes me better on stage. I can feel that I've got more energy. Uh, so, much, yeah. How much I did you lose altogether? Was it like four stone or something, did you say you lost? Six and a half. Six, it's wow. coming up to, yeah. yeah. That's a lot of weight, isn't it? That must be, oh, I'm going to say a weight off your mind. But... <laughs> <laughs> it's a huge weight off my belly. Yeah. Like, honestly, I, I didn't realise it had gotten that bad, but I was, it, like throughout like lockdown and stuff yeah. that was hard for everyone obviously yeah. but it, it was it was hard for me because i kind of need the affirmation of doing the gigs like because of my fear of rejection okay. so like when i just didn't have any of that i, I got really sad yeah. and i think i piled a lot of weight on and i didn't realize how bad yeah. it had gotten until i like it, you have a moment don't you a lot yeah. of the time where and i remember it i was <laughs> I remember I was in my drawer. I was in a drawer looking, uh, like looking for some clothes, looking for a t-shirt in the bottom drawer. And I saw myself in the mirror from the side. And you know, when like, you know, like when you're bent over and your belly's hanging down and your willy's all small because you're you're bending over. I do. I I really do. (laughs) (laughs) I looked over and I thought, oh God, right. I need to change this. And then from that, like second onwards it was my absolute goal <laughs> you, you are right I, I i try and get to the gym most mornings and and if you haven't been you, you're just not the same throughout the day you just not you've not got that same you know you've not got that same zip about you have you when you when you haven't done it and yeah and if you've been if you've had like a heavy weekend or you've been away or something like that and you've not done any exercise and you you feel crap on a monday and that that goes into your whole week just 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 getting just getting out and about it's it it's 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 essential in it really but particularly when it, it, i'm 45 on saturday um so i, I just feel like I've, I've i've lost a stone and i can't lose anymore how did you like lose six and a half stone how did how did, what's the magic a lot yeah. to lose though mate i had a real lot I to did lose do. <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, <laughs> I can't get under 100 kilograms and it's getting on my nerves <laughs> oh, i don't know what 100 kilograms mean i do it in stone i think it's 15 and a half 15 i was 17 at some point uh, so right. I mean, and eighteen at some points as well. So you know, it's it's it, it, as a big lad myself. You know, I feel like I can be honest about it. And it and just getting out and about in the morning. I work from home as well. You know, through the pandemic, I started working from home in the day job. So you've you've, you've just got to get out of the house sometimes because being. I know it's different for you. Well, I suppose it can feel quite enclosed. I suppose being on a tour bus or being in a, being in a tour bus in a venue, then you're on the road. It's it's quite an enclosed space still, even though you're over the country, isn't it? I suppose. Yeah, it can be. Yeah, 
Um, and if you if you're driving for like six seven hours a day, it's hard to get them steps in. Yeah. But we've all we've we've all got like the watches, and we um yeah. we have like competitions of who can yeah. close the ring. Yeah, and yeah, who can yeah, do the I've most? Got I've got obsessed with it. So every time before I go on stage now, I set my Strava to a workout. <laughs> but there's like there's nothing for like performing or being really charismatic on stage yeah. for an hour and a half. Yeah. So I just like set it to kayaking. <laughs> <All right. laughs> so I'm like really interesting on my Strava. I'm doing mad stuff. <laughs> Nordic skiing yeah. in Grimsby. <laughs> I, might, I might try some mountain climbing in a bit. Yeah, you're right. I'm, yeah, I'm exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, you know, um, so here we are now just awaiting this number one album. Uh, when it happens, hope it happens. I don't want to jinx anything. I just wish you all the best with it. I know you're grafting. I know you're tired. I know you're just engaging with all your fans online. Um, what, how can you top this as an experience for you guys? You know, what, what what's going on here? What What is really going on? If, if we try and delve into what's happening here, what, what can we find? I, I honestly don't know. <laughs> if we, we pull this off, it will just be like my childhood dream come true. Yeah. And like, what I, can you like, not, not a lot of people get to do that. Yeah. You know, their childhood dream, the thing they've always, always wanted. Yeah. That's to, that could possibly happen tomorrow for me. So I'm, I'm really, really nervous about it. But yeah. I mean, we've just put the Manchester Apollo on sale. Like, no, I've got me, I've got me ticket, mate. First of December. Yes, mate. Yeah. Like yeah. I went to my, Every gig there, two thousand and two, yeah. some forty. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's just it feels so abstract that it's me. And even like on on stage now, we're we're doing these gigs; they're all sold out. But like I'm me inside my head and my eyes, and I'm I'm like playing and acting all cool. But inside <laughs> my head, I'm thinking, I can't believe this is me. Yeah. I can't believe that I'm actually doing this. <laughs> these, these, oh, I wrote this song. Everyone's singing it. Like yeah. it, I still feel like that. I'm still so excited about it. And I don't think that I'll ever lose that because it just means so much to me. It's it, it it's amazing to watch the journey, particularly because you know I've seen you from like years ago, just as a fan, and got to know you a little bit by speaking to you on interviews and seeing you at festivals and stuff. I hope to see you on those big stages again over the festival season, mate, as well. It, it is there. Um, um, I'm 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 trying to preempt this bloody number one because <laughs> I had the I had the ratings on the podcast, um, and they they were just building up to the number one as well. So it, it, they didn't quite know where they were, but. It, you know, to, to be from, uh, I'm from Sheffield, um, you know, where the ratings are from around that area. Uh, I live in Manchester now, you know, just totally enjoying seeing another band that I know. I know John, you know, from Sheffield, The this album that's coming up. There's something about the North, isn't there, that's magical when it comes to music. I really do. I really do think so, yeah. I think it's kind of any class, any working class northern mm. town just breeds the kind of people that yeah. you want to listen to yeah. like i, I want to hear what we've got to say yeah. and i want to hear what the ratings have got to say yeah. i want to hear what pulp have got to say i want to hear what rev's got to say like i want to hear oasis and the smiths yeah. and the stone roses i think like that it is just i relate to it because it's yeah. where i'm from yeah you know and it's authentic to me mm. Well, I, I really appreciate your time. I know you're really busy and I've grabbed you on this big, massive fucking weekend, a week of just madness. Um, yeah. Have you got much on for the rest of your day? Is that a totally stupid question? Have you just got, have you got time for yourself today, I should say? 
I've got no time for myself. No, I'm going <laughs> okay. straight down to, to the shop now. Yeah. Right, okay. And I'm going to do a, a full day shift in the shop. Yeah, okay. And then we've got like a, a live stream later on. Nice. Um, it's going to be like too late for for sales, but I just wanted to do like a a, a show where we thanked everyone and just yeah. like, because it'll be like the end of it, yeah. um, just to give something back. So we're just going to do a live stream, be stupid on there, do some impressions, play some games, get people involved and hopefully just give something like back to the people that have supported us. Well, wh- whatever happens, congratulations, mate. And pass on my regards to the rest of the band, the gang, you know, I'm proud of you all. I really am. I just think it's amazing what you're doing and the, the amount of joy that it's giving other people. Uh, it, just from just just from on the socials, no mind what it's like impacting their real lives. You know, it, it's giving so much joy to people, and and I personally thank you for that. Oh, thank you so much for talking to me. I, I thank you. I appreciate you. Wow. So you, you'll have, you, you you will have witnessed all the enthusiasm that um, you know that just oozes out of Tom Rylance. What a what a front man. And congratulations again, you know, while we were speaking, you know, he obviously didn't know that they were going to be number one yet. He, he had an inkling that, you know, things were looking good, but um, congratulations for making number one album. Dead proud of you from everybody here. Oh, dear, mate, nice one. So I hope you enjoyed that this bank holiday episode, ladies and gentlemen. You can watch the episode as well on YouTube, where we speak face-to-face and you see his little face. Uh, my little face. Um, so, yeah, you know... <laughs> I've got nothing more to say. I've just had a thoroughly enjoyable week, um, you know, being in and around this music industry. You don't get many weeks like this. You really, really don't. It's such a privilege to uh, just view it and, you know, just to share these stories with you all. Thanks for joining in us for another week of this Hard Gym podcast, ladies and gentlemen. As I say, you can watch it on YouTube. Uh, for all the podcast channels, obviously, you're listening to it already need to say uh, and join us for a week ahead hope you had a nice coronation as well and all that kind of stuff and this bonus bank holiday is nice isn't it yeah so ladies and gentlemen a little bit shorter and sweeter this episode of the podcast uh, I just want to revel in how much fun we've had and um, just just soak it in this week you, you don't, I don't get that many opportunities like this it's, it's, it's so, so good and this week as well we've recorded a couple of belting episodes for future episodes of the podcast too mate so so stay tuned we appreciate each and every one of you for tuning in for another week here at the RGM Experience podcast with me Carl Maloney thank you have an amazing week of new live music ladies and gentlemen and we will see you next Monday for another great episode of this RGM Experience podcast where we delve into the music industry, share stories, and, you know, I'm lost, just lost for words this week, I really am. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm just going to get off. Hope you enjoyed the show. We'll definitely see you next week, uh, next Monday. Um, Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, I'm going to get off. Ladies and gentlemen, have a great week. I've said it again. I'm going to shut up. Toodaloo. Welcome to RGM. Are you in a band? Come and join us. Simply click on the RGM submission page, submit your music, and we'll sort the rest. Hello. Did you know that you can support our podcast in many ways? 
Within the description of this podcast, you will see a list of all the equipment that we use. These are Amazon affiliate links. Clicking on these links take you to Amazon. If you buy whatever you're planning that week, we get a small kickback and you get a parcel at no extra cost. We would really appreciate your support. Or you can just go old school and donate a pound or whatever you feel is appropriate in there. Please subscribe and tell a friend about our show. And thank you for your support and we'll see you next week.